So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Hi, everybody. This is Tom Canning here. Uh, I am joined today by Tony Hardy. Hello, Tony. Hi, Tom. Now, a lot of you will know Tony. Um, I've known Tony for a lot of years, uh, and Tony's joined me uh, as a, he's, he's been substituted in for, uh, for, for Rob Davis in, in extra time, uh, as it were, today. For um, what, what Tony and I have decided is going to unashamedly be a, a retrospective at, at one of our best mates, Daryl Freeland, who, uh, as many of you will know, uh, a year ago, sadly passed away. Um, he was the co-founder with me of the Football in Berkshire website. He was uh, an absolute stalwart of the non-league game over the last uh, two decades or so. And um, I, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say a bad word about him. Um, certainly not unless it was Tony or I, really. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony, I know we've, we've definitely shared... Uh, <laughs> shared a moan or two, uh, especially when he took us the wrong way around Hyde Park. But um, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll come to that in a little while. But uh, as I say, this this is unashamedly a retrospective. I'm not going to tell you how to subscribe. I'm not going to tell you uh, how to like us or anything like that. Uh, I mean, if you want to do all those things, you can. See, I've snuck it in there without actually saying it, Tone. That is really yeah, clever. Like your style. <laughs> um but we just just on this day we just wanted to spend a bit of time talking about uh, and remembering our mate uh we've got a few messages from people that have, that have kindly sent them um i know there were there were there's lots of people i did ask to send messages that you know not everybody wants to send not everybody wants to to be involved that that is fine you know if if there, there is no, um, there is no right or wrong way to do this. This is just the way that Tony and I decided we wanted to remember Duds. Um, so I, I guess Tony, I've waffled for a little while. Let's let's start because I'm, I'm going to do this in a slightly interview style where we, where I ask you a question and then I chime in as well. Um, right. But but I guess where did you meet Duds? Where, where did it start? Because I, I suppose just to start off with Duds, 1975 to 2019. Um, far too young yes. to, to go but Absolutely. it was football wasn't it Tom, yeah. that brought the three of us together and, and and particularly and more to the point Bracknell Town and I think it was the early noughties where we where we first joined forces as supporters of the of the club and uh, you know we like like a number of other other people we traveled around and, and watched the team home and away really um, it was shortly after that point, though, that I became a committee member at Bracknell Town, but we stayed mates and did so for a good number of years afterwards. Yeah, and our interests kind of took us in other areas, so it wasn't just football. We were all big Bon Jovi fans. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and I think, counting, Tom, I think the three of us did five gigs. I, I think we did, yeah. I think we did. Um some some absolutely some some great memories you know I, I alluded to the Hyde Park incident but 
um the three of us would often at these gigs we'd, we'd bunk up in a hotel have one room between us and i mean you can't have a podcast where you talk about the big man without his tremendous snoring oh my god could that lad snore <laughs> like an express train like to, a, 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 an eight hour express train absolutely there was no stopping he was like a duracell battery yeah yeah did i wake you boys up by crikey yeah. Yeah, we didn't even go, go to sleep we we're listening to you all night the tunes you were playing on that schnoz <laughs> oh it was it was unbelievable stuff and and obviously he'd, he'd gone through a couple of operations and one of the operations left him with um uh a a mechanical valve which yep. of course added to the noise because all of a sudden he sounded like the uh, the crocodile in uh, in Hook or um, or Peter Pan depending on depending on how old you are. Uh, so he was ticking through the night as well as snoring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bless him. You you you, you told the uh, or you kind of alluded to the uh, incident of of Hyde Park, yes. and I think the <laughs> third time we went to uh, went to a Bon Jovi gig at Hyde Park. I think. Uh, the hard rock calling yes and yeah as you say we bunked up in a in a hotel just off just opposite Hyde Park and we set off that afternoon and the idea was to have a couple of beers en route en route to the uh, to the concert field and and Dud said I know exactly where we're going follow me and he turned left instead of right and I, I kid you not Tom and you know this, oh, yeah. there in the boiling hot sunshine with us we walked the whole way, whole of the way around Hyde Park, the wrong way to find this concert field. <laughs> oh, because we, we went past the Serpentine, didn't we, as well? We, and we're thinking, oh god, we, we did. And we thanked we thanked him ever since for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every every flipping day. It was it was quite an experience, and some of those evenings as well. Uh, there was there was one particular evening. Now I think we were st- I think it was uh, we were staying over in uh, was it Stratford? Is that that's ah. Yeah, and and yeah. we were walking around looking for a, for a curry house because that's what we that's what we enjoyed doing going for a curry, and could we find one? No. And, and if I remember rightly, he kept teasing us uh, and saying, "Oh, here's one." No, Lebanese. Yeah, they were or all Iranian for that matter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want Bradford, East London, not not uh, not uh, the Midlands. Yes. And you don't want to be stuck in Stratford, East London. Um, at twelve o'clock midnight and beyond, it's a hell of a horrible place, isn't it? Do you do you remember the guy we met in the orange suit? Yeah. <laughs> in his zoot suit. Yes, yeah. yes, I do, I do. Yeah, it was uh, it was quite something. It was quite something. So, um, I, I guess uh, I wanted to just sort of litter this uh, with um, some kind of uh, bits and pieces from from different places and, and different things we did. And, and I'll start with um, with one from from your son, your number one son, no less. Yeah. Um, who who says, uh, could you add in uh, my one where we were strike partners together and he scored, uh, turned to celebrate and rolled his ankle. Um, now. Right. If I remember rightly, this was Duds's sort of final game. He 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 effectively had to retire because I think it was worse than he rolled his ankle. I think he pulled his Achilles. Yes. Uh, and he he was forever hobbling for the next couple of years because he never went and got it sorted out. That's right. Uh, and, and yeah, and and now I can't. I know I know I know Will had his issues on that largest lane pitch himself with uh, oh, with uh, with injuries. But were, were you there that day? Because I I wasn't. I wasn't actually played. Well, oh, okay. When I say I played, I played for about 10, 15 minutes before my lungs gave yeah. out. Yeah. 
it was a it was a supporters game between Bretnell Town supporters and Egham Town supporters. Oh yes, yeah. One sultry Tuesday evening, <laughs> and it was a great laugh. Yeah, it was a good laugh. It was good fun. I was, I, I, I sort of, I know I started off, um, like, how did you, how did you meet dads? And I, and I sort of, I was going to chime in, and then I completely forgot. And I suspect this is how this is going to go, this, this recording. But, um, I don't really remember where I met him because, do you, you'll, you'll recall the the famous Robin's Forum. Yes, I do. Uh, which I, I, which I went on the way back machine. Uh, on online way back way back dot com or whatever it is, yeah. and I went back to the the early noughties and there's a there's a version of the forum on there. You can't read anything, but it's it's sort of it's there and it shows you. But that back in the day, that was sort of that was pre social media, and that was how yeah. the big group of us met because you, you'd suddenly get a new person sign up, and um and 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 then they were welcomed into the into the core on the the first saturday that there was a home game effectively and yeah, that's right that's right it was good in its day though wasn't it oh it was it was it was great i i remember at university specifically um you know back when you it, like now you you'd uh, you'd finish whatever you were doing and you'd be straight on tiktok or uh, or snapchat yeah. or whatever whatever the kids are listening to well back then it was get finish your finish my university uh, lecture or whatever it was straight back to my room get on the forum see who's posted it you know it was that busy all the that, time that's right that's right it's just like i mean it's just like twitter for me now yeah. but it got quite lively at times didn't it if you remember it did it really did some of the topics and some of the uh some of the uh scathing remarks that some <laughs> of the... and those are the supporters we never we we rarely actually met because they posted on there with uh, with false names if you remember yeah, it was a it was a constant it was a constant battle. But of course, you you yeah. did you had you had uh, you had Dud, you had Daryl on there who was who was Dudley, and everybody knew who he was, and yeah. had a, had a picture with it. And and you had obviously Jeff C. Neil Jeffs, who we'll hear from uh, in in a little while. Um, yeah. Suggs, uh, yeah, Steve Whitty. Um, who else did we have? We had yeah, you had Roving Reporter. You had uh, True Red. True Red, yeah. Um, yeah. And and all of these guys and and we had we had a really nice tight group, mm. uh, and it was all down to that forum and that 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 is where my my friendship was all possibly you know maybe the first my my an online friendship for me to start with and and then started to go to games again because I I'd, I'd had some time away where I decided that going out and doing other things was more important than than going to football on a Saturday, and yeah. then suddenly meeting these guys got me all back into. Uh, into it and it was it was just it was that was it that was my life and and duds carried on even after everybody else and i don't mean this in a in a negative way because people's lives change and, and people people drift apart and people move on yeah. but duds for me was always the constant and i, I have to say um it, it i've not filled that hole um i'd speak to him probably every day yeah and i've not yet filled that but you know i have a lovely wife i have a a child on the way um yep. and i have other friends and and lots of friends and you know that vacancy is is still there i don't i don't know about you i you know i certainly spoke to him almost every day yeah yeah i mean certainly certainly um beyond uh or after the time we're all on the committee together i mean we'd be i'd be pestering you about <laughs> Winding you up and have you have you done this, Tom? Have you done that, Tom? And likewise with Duds, and uh, he'd be saying, "Oh, hold on a minute." Um, 
<laughs> There's one thing I, I would say of, of Duds, and I, I hope he, uh, I hope you or nobody else is offended. He, he could be a stubborn bugger at times. Oh, good grief, know, but, yeah. Oh, could he be a stubborn old sod? But I tell you what, you know, once he once he'd had his say and stamped his feet around a little bit, and it was all forgotten, we'd just move on, wouldn't we? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It was day to day, constant. Have we done this? Where are we going Saturday? And how are we going to get there? And I've seen the forum and who's that who do who do we think that? i think we actually got to the stage where you could look somebody's id up through a uh isd yeah. number, ip uh, ip number yeah. so we'd do a bit of detective work wouldn't we <laughs> yes <laughs> and always the one to say i know it is and he, he don't come very often but he wears a wears a gray sweater and wears a uh, a deer stalker hat and a false beard and he stands over in that corner of the ground. I'm going to speak to him next time I see him. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. You, so, something you just uh, you, you said there about, oh, where are we going Saturday? How are we getting there? Um, yeah. I, have, I don't know anyone that has been able to sort of almost innocently suggest where we go, how we, where's the game, how we get in there, and bag yeah. himself a lift at the same time. Uh, because and I who I was talking to I was talking to Malcolm Hutt the other day, uh, and and no no sorry not Malcolm Hutt it was um, Roger Herridge I was talking to the other day I was yeah. talking to Malcolm Hutt the other day who is uh, another thoroughly lovely man uh, yeah. from from that sort of time but yeah and I was talking to Roger Herridge and and Roger would get a text off Duds who would have known that Roger was going to a game somewhere yeah. um, and I hope Roger, Roger won't mind me mind me passing this on and no. um, but you know and he and he'd get a text from Duds and oh. If you have you left yet, and and Roger'd be like he'd be halfway there, yeah. and he'd come back and get him, yeah, because uh, <laughs> Dud, Duds would know he was off somewhere and and do it, and, but that was just the sort of the sort of guy he was, you know, and 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 obviously Roger and and Duds wouldn't have had wouldn't have crossed paths particularly much aside from the fact because you know Roger was at Binfield and Wokingham, and yeah. and and we were all at Bracknell, but it, I think what was what was abundantly clear when he did pass away was just the effect that he had on on the on the game and people around oh yeah and and well, just that wide variety of of people that, that contacted us and, and and talked to us about him yeah absolutely should we should we have another uh should we have another comment yeah let's um do you want to do you want to play the one from neil jeffs well first of all tom thanks for the invitation to take part in the special po- podcast for um, Dudley uh, on, on the anniversary of his passing. Um, this is Neil from Ascot United. But time has flown um, since since the same day last year, and you know I think the amount of people that were there at his funeral is testimony to just how popular he he, he was, um, and and how his legacies lived on, um, and, and and how much people still miss him. You know, I, I spent so many years um, with, with 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 Dudley. Watching Bracknell Town, um, making lots of noise, banging drums. I mean, you know, the Barmy Army, as we were known, we were, we were, we pride ourselves on going everywhere and, and out singing uh, the opposition. And it, it needed big characters like him to help get some of the singing going, you know. And um, I think a lot of the memories I've got are, are as much away from football as, as as down Large's Lane. But you know, obviously Large's Lane, the one that sticks out for me is when he invaded the pitch as we uh, beat Basingstoke Town in an FA Cup third qualifying round match and I think he was the only one on the pitch that um, didn't realise that the game hadn't actually finished yet um, which was quite amusing 
Um, but he did get his chance alongside everyone else who invaded the pitch about two minutes later when the referee did finally um, blow the whistle. Obviously, when we when we were out, you know, on the road singing and singing behind the, the goal at the Quinton end at Largest Lane, um, he was one of the guys that, that led the famous song, Everywhere We Go, and uh, got everybody going, and that would then lead into um, everybody responding replying and then in, into the drumming at the end of it and you know it was just it was just really great great atmosphere um i always remember a time when we were, we were in my back garden painting flags um ahead of the barnet game which was obviously the one we played um after we beat basingstoke town and and then there was my own 30th birthday which was quite a few years ago now but i, I think i was having a difficult point point in my life and um you know i didn't really want to do anything but you know, I just had a, a like a quiet do with a couple of my closest friends, and 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 he was one of them there that night. Um, it made it sort of more special for me. We went on tour as well a few times. We went over to Lille for a European tie against one of the Irish teams, and drank lots of Belgian beer, lots of French beer, <clears throat> um, and uh, you know went out clubbing into uh, into Lille in the evening, and uh, that that was brilliant going over there and. And even Dudley's 30th birthday at Butlins was a blast as well. I remember that was an 80s weekend. That was that was carnage. But there were so many happy memories. You know, the guy was just uh, was just fabulous to be around. Um, real life and soul of of uh, of the party. And uh, like many people, you know, we, we we still miss him. But you know, a lot of the work that you guys are doing, obviously keeping his legacy going with football in Berkshire, and uh, I'm sure he'll be looking down and. And, and, and have a big smile on his face. Thank you. That was uh, that was Neil Jeffs. Um, he was one of the one of the original guys we were chatting about when uh, when we met Duds, uh, and especially through the forum known as Jeffs at the time. He's uh, he's he's changed his name by deed poll, I believe, to Neil. Um, but no, it, it, and lovely some lovely memories there, and and um, just just I, I remember the Lille trip in particular because I just bunked off university for a couple of days to go to Lille. <laughs> Uh, to yep. watch to watch Lil v Shelbourne and it was me Duds uh, Lee Trowbridge who uh, who um, uh, local football fans may remember as a as a moderately reasonable footballer uh, <laughs> and I hope he listens to this and hears that but we we just had a, we had an absolutely brilliant time on that trip and and just it was just all the trips and the and the things away that you did what were you on some of those tone. Um, no, I wasn't generally. I mean, I, I, I cottoned on and nabbed the lift back one year from, I think, Bognor. And that was a, that was a, that was a midweek game. And, uh, you boys had been down there all afternoon <laughs> drinking and eating. Worthing, worthing. It was worthing, yeah. that's right. And, uh, I can't remember what the result of the game was. And I doubt if any of you lads... We lost. We lost, yeah. Ah. But I, what I do remember from that trip is that I, I won one of the prizes in the raffle after the game. And uh, we had this horrible cheap bottle of uh, whiskey and we, we practically drunk it dry on the way back on the coach, you know. Um, so, you know, it wasn't good for a, for a midweek game because I woke up with a hell of a hell of a head morning for work, you know. But, uh, yeah, so, oh, and of course, there's the Isle of Wight one as well, yeah. the Newport. But, uh I, I didn't go across. In fact, it was curtailed, that one, because the game was postponed, yes. wasn't it? We, we ended up getting a ferry across one Tuesday night and yeah. getting the ferry by the skin of our teeth and getting back to Bracknell at about half past one the following morning. And, uh, yeah, 
there were there were several trips to uh, to the Isle of Wight because we we played them a couple of times uh, over two or two or three seasons. Newport Isle of Wight, and um, I, I've got one of the one of the memories here is from um, Nigel Lewis, who was the the dad of one of the players, Graham Lewis, at the time, yes. and. Um, Nigel and his wife Joyce. Uh, Nigel played for Reading Town back in the day, and so Nigel knew his knew his non-league football. But he and he and his wife Joyce came over, and, and I think it was a it was a it was a mark of of how we were that you know they just joined us, they just joined in, right? And they came on the they came on the away day. They booked the hotel. We all booked the hotel together in the Isle of Wight. Um, but so uh, Nigel left me a left me a comment, and he said. Um, uh, when Joyce and I think of Dudley, it's always the time we went to the Isle of Wight for the weekend game that was called off. But we had such an amazing time, uh, yeah, and absolutely right. We we were in. Yeah. Um, he he was straight up on the uh, on the dance poles. We'd we'd found a we'd found a boozer somewhere, and and they had some um, they had a dance floor and and some some you know pole yeah, yeah a pole really uh, yeah. Uh, yeah and and um, and and it was just it was just unbelievable fun and we this this would have happened a couple couple of times over over the season and we we went away for that trip in particular and yeah the Isle of Wight trips especially were was something special mm. um and I, I I guess in that in those days and and a lot of this a lot of what we're talking about is about back when we when we first met but at the same time that was I, I guess we were all sort of young free and single back then and, and you just kind of went off and I know obviously you were you were married but uh yeah um it, it just uh, it, it, that's sort of how it was, really, and and but I guess let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, Duds went on and became your successor as club secretary at uh, at Bracknell at the football club, and um, I know. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> sorry, mate. Go on. I taught him well. No, <laughs> he was uh, he was good. He was good at the job. I mean, he was he was thorough. He was a football man. Understood understood the game. Knew what he needed to do, and you know, there's there's been lots and lots of comment and testament since since his passing about the help he gave people um, and the work he did for the club, and just generally being there and being being you know just being duds really. But he was thorough. He he was he, he did a good job. Yeah, over the I can't remember how many years he was secretary. Now it must have been about five or six, or was, yeah. more, or even more than that. It may have been. It was, and, it, and they were some tough times as well. That you know, the club was week to week. Um, you know, would it would it still be going? You know, with yeah. I, I I don't think I probably knew the half of it, but I, I I suspect there were certainly moments where that may well have been it, and and mm. uh, and it, it was certainly a week to week. But I know um, one of the sections of the club he had a huge huge effect on was the um, the Allied Counties team, yeah. which yes. which at that time was uh, run by Steve Jenner. Um, another well-known coach, and Steve's been in touch, uh, and I've got, but I, but I know also just from from speaking to some of the lads that have played in that team, uh, I know the likes of uh, the likes of George Locke. Um, yes. Now, who was the lad? Uh, who was the captain of the team? I sorry, I really can't, I can't remember his name now. Centre half, wasn't he? Oh, was he midfield Centre, tall? Yeah, oh, I can't remember his name. So I know I can see him. Dan Ridge, Dan Ridge, Dan Ridge. There we go. Uh, you yeah. know, and speaking to those guys, you know, they, they, I know they sort of almost. Um, he, the reason they won the title was because, uh, and it was something to do with um, one of the other teams hadn't played a game, and or there was a game that was going to be, yeah. there was something going on with the game, and Duds got the game played. Was we, it? Was, was it? Was it? Can I can I mention the name? Was it Windsor? 
It might have been. I'm not sure. I think Windsor Windsor may have played a couple of. I'm not going to say anymore. I yeah, might yeah. But Windsor, Windsor seemed to spring a mind. If nothing else, it might not have been Windsor. So no, well, let's say no more then. <laughs> yeah, um, but whatever it was, fall out with him, do we? He, yes, he got the game replayed, didn't he? That's right. He got the game replayed, and and it meant that winning that game, the the Allied Counties team won the game. And um, Steve Steve Jenner said, uh, "We'll never forget winning winning the Allied Counties title and the FA Cup. Sorry, the FA Youth Cup games uh, with with yourself." Uh, and and Dud's happy days, uh, and he just finishes with um, can't believe a year has already passed. Fantastic memories, because right. um, of course the youth team. We also we had a day we had a day out at Torquay United of all places. That's right. Uh, That's right. On an astonishing FA Cup run, and um, uh, it, it just he he had a he had a massive effect. And Liam Day on a similar similar note, Liam Day was the uh, it was the physio at Bracknell and was involved with the youth team as well at the time. And he said. Um, Thought I would just like to say that my best memory I have of Duds would have been when Bracknell, when the Bracknell Allied team won the league in my first year of being assistant manager to the Allied and the reserves. He was just buzzing with joy when we got our hands on that trophy. I could see in his face what it meant to him, and finally, after all the hours and hard work he had put in, finally something was happening at the club. Yeah. Uh, and he just finishes off uh, saying, rest easy, big man. We'll have a Jaeger on Tuesday for you. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very good. Um. Yeah, so it it was, uh, and I guess it was, you know, Duds helped build that platform that allowed the club to continue, and, and it, it's sort of it's a testament to see a lot of those players that were in that team, you know, and and obviously Duds didn't coach them, but he was part of that sort of camaraderie and and com- and he would have given them a lot of confidence, I'm sure, because he would have if he talked if he talked to them as much as he talked to us, um, you know, they, they would have they'd have had a lot of a lot of confidence out of that, and you know they've yes. gone on to do very well at other clubs as well. Um, so just that, that I think I think that sort of when he became club secretary, it was it was it was just as the the tide was starting to turn. And um, uh, one of the things that I know he was very proud of Tony and um, and gloated uh, ever so slightly was obviously you appointed certain managers to the club. <laughs> and, and they didn't all they didn't always work out, but uh, but Duds always claims uh, point, appointing Steve Nebbit and uh, Danny Oliphant, which of yeah, course really the... really did turn a corner with those two. Um, they got a they got a proper team of Bracknell footballers together, and and it went on from there. But I know Duds was always uh, very happy to to let you know. Uh, to let you know, <laughs> he did. Yeah, don't, don't make no mistake. And he and he certainly did. Yes, he got some mileage out of that. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, and so, and and the final the final um, the final note I have is from uh, Alan King, who yep. is on who who was uh, I think he was Windsor secretary for quite a long time, uh, and is and is also part of the Allied Counties Youth League. Um, and yep. you'll, you'll like this one because this was. Uh, this was your. I, I remember this vividly. Um, and he says, "My recollection of Duds is the first time I got to really chat with you guys socially was when you were all in Torquay, not for a youth game. This was for the uh, end <laughs> end of season <laughs> do, in which yeah. we'd just been relegated, yeah, uh, but into the Hellen League. So this would have been two thousand and ten. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "Yes, you were all in Torquay for the Southern League presentation, and you were all celebrating relegation <laughs> from the league." I should add that celebrating is put in brackets. Yes. Uh, we, we weren't celebrating. We just thought, what the hell? This is the last one we're going to be at. 
Yeah, I think we were just generally having a good time, weren't we? And we we'd had a we'd had one or two uh, one or two lemonades. To drink yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, I remember it vividly. Yeah, it was the Eastern League end of season weekend. It was yeah, it was the Southern League, Southern League one. Southern League was it? Sorry, yes. my apologies. It was the Southern League uh, do in Turkey, as you rightly mentioned. And I think at one point, who was on whose shoulder? Walks in Randy Dudley wouldn't have been on my shoulder. No, no. And I, I think you were probably on his shoulders and and had yeah. his tie around your head. That's right. Yeah. Uh, sort of careering around, uh, careering around the space, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Alan says you sat on the table next to us, lot from Burnham. So, so Alan was at Burnham at the time, and he said, yeah. uh, and Duds and the rest of you were a tiny bit tipsy. I, I right. think, I think Alan, you'll find it was lemonade and it was a sugar rush. That's all. Sugar rush, yep. Sugar and rush. I, I'll tell, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what else I remember. Um, the uh, the the young lady from Merthyr, uh, who who Duds had con- was was convinced was uh, was uh, was was clocking him uh, and his. And his merry ways, and uh, we yeah. sort of we had to drag him out in the morning when we were leaving because he wanted he was desperate to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bless him. <laughs> was, he definitely he definitely thought his luck was in that weekend. He he, he very much did. Uh, it was uh, it was uh, they oh, just just and I think what what I just remember from all of these times was that I I only there were only ever good times. Yeah, uh, there were there were only ever good times. I and I think doing this podcast, as as I say, it's a it's a bit of a, uh, it's just just you and me talking about him. But I I know that um, he would I think be very delighted to know that we were recording an entire podcast all about him. But I also know that uh, if he, were he still here, um, we would this it would take at least a week to get this podcast out while he chose which picture he oh wanted. My. Uh, yep. To 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 go with it, um, and I remember. Um, do you remember? Do you remember this was this was a few years ago? But do you remember the the, the Bracknell Standard, the free paper? Yes. Uh, yep. From from the company that I still work for today, but sadly the Bracknell Forest Standard doesn't exist anymore. But in it, it had a Q and A section, and we were really short of people to do Q and A. And I thought, oh well, Duds is the Bracknell Club secretary. That's a you know a, a position of standing, and. Um, yeah, so it was got him to do the got him to do the questions, and then oh, it was all a bit last minute, and he needed a picture, and I asked him for a picture, and um, he took he was taking his time, and anyway, deadline was approaching. I was like, Duds, I need the picture, I need the picture, and I perhaps didn't explain to him that the deadline was the deadline, but anyway, the picture arrived later that evening, and obviously it had already gone, so I chose a picture of him uh, with a silly hat on, which I, I so I don't know why he had a problem with this because he was forever wearing silly hats. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, he was stood outside a camper van, uh, with a silly hat on and a funny shirt and he went absolutely spare at me and he was mm. not happy with that choice of picture. It no, was... well, it, yeah, well, it might've been the picture of him dressed as meatloaf. Can you remember that gag, <laughs> that gargantuan, well, we had a few good, uh, yeah. good karaoke's, didn't we, at the club? Yeah, and I seem to remember this particular time. It was a we'd just played our last game of the season, and we did we decided and planned to have a karaoke that evening, but we themed it 60s and 70s. Yes, and it was fancy dress, of course. And uh, I, 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 I went a little bit uh, tame, I dressed up as a beetle. Yes, 
either suit him, but he came full on meatloaf. And I think he must have gone through the full full repertoire of meatloaf songs that night. He absolutely smashed them out, didn't he? Oh, he's got, yeah. oh yes. Oh yes, yeah. I think Chris had to. Uh, Chris Campbell, our our, our friend, uh, that who was who had also turned up at the club, and then decided it would be a good idea to buy some disco equipment to entertain us all. Um, I think he had to buy new mics after that because I think Duds had just com- blown them. <laughs> yeah, if it was possible to use up all of the sound in a microphone, uh, yeah. he had he had certainly done it on that uh, on that occasion. But yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, yeah, great nights. Yeah, karaoke. He was the karaoke king, certainly. Um, he he was. Couldn't sing for the life of him, but by Christ, he gives all a good laugh. <laughs> well, there was there was one. Which, which was it? Uh, there was a couple of Scar songs that he could get away with because they were yeah. more shouty than uh, than uh, than any than anything else. I can't remember, Tom. You're not you're not thinking of the Lady Gaga number that he oh, smashed. No, maybe I am thinking of that. <laughs> but I think I think one of the things I I miss, and I and I almost don't want to try and recreate it but one of the I, certain little sayings he had and one of my favourites was uh, Tony Oki it's like karaoke <laughs> but Tony sings alt songs <laughs> and I, I just it was so annoying but I miss it I, 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 I miss yeah. it and, and my other favourite is is when you walked into the room for the first time he'd maybe not seen you for like yeah. I think there was a, like you'd not seen you for about 24 hours or something like that and you walk in the room and you just go hello mate <laughs> and I just I, I wish I had. I wish I had a recording of that. Yeah, yeah. I've got the one, that, the one that springs to my mind is when you walk into a room and he says, "Here's Tony." He says what he likes and likes what he says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah, he had them all, didn't he? He had them all. I I thought because um, I I thought I went through my voicemail messages just after he died, um, and I thought, oh, oh, there's bound to be a hello mate on there somewhere, yeah. and I was going through, and I realised that just because I didn't expect anything to happen I'd 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 had a trim of all of the the one all of the voicemails in there and I only had one and it was canning answer your effing phone oh that's not really what I uh what I was hoping for because I'd have I'd have quite happily had a had a text message tone that just went hello mate every time that would have been um yeah that would have been absolutely, uh, absolutely superb. Um, I, I, I don't. But Jeffy, as Jeffy said in his little snippet there, he, he, he regarded Dudley as the life and soul of the party. And uh, you know, when we when we bring it right back into a football context again, he was the one that always started the songs. Yeah. Then Jeff strike up with the drums, and then the uh, the group. And I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the uh, the yellow wall at uh, Dortmund here, or the uh, or the copper Anfield. We're talking about seven or eight die-hard Bracknell Town supporters that made hell of a din when all said and done, you know, and sang sang those songs. And can you remember that song that you put together to the tune of Park Life by Blur? Yep, and I yep. I, I think uh, th- I think Neil Neil later revealed that it was robbed from Slough because it was right. previously all the Rebels, and we just changed it to all the Robins. Okay, uh, but but obviously we weren't play- we weren't anywhere near Slough when when we started singing that, and by the time uh, we we'd sort of the, the the time had come, Slough were <laughs> Slough were the same level, so it was it was a bit <laughs> awkward by that point. But yeah, yeah. you yeah. you had that, and it was and he he'd because he he brought along a trumpet as well, and he That's was the only one who could play it. Yeah, well, he could play three notes. I think. <laughs> 
but it worked. It yeah. did. It did. Um, and well, what was I going to say? I was going to. Oh, yes, that was it. So uh, Hucknall, Hucknall Town away. Yes, FA Trophy game. Yeah, FA Trophy game. Bizarrely, despite it being regionalised, Bracknell Town in the, in the south drew mm. Hucknall Town quite north of Nottingham. Yes. Uh, and we went up there for the day, and they they had, I mean, you know, they had a lot of uh, they had a lot of supporters there that day. Um, I don't know the exact attendance, but certainly it was a four figure attendance. And at the time, we had um, in our in our repertoire, we had a load of songs. We had a, a drum, uh, a tambourine, a trumpet, um, and yeah, just just a lot of kids as well. If I remember, yeah, there were because there were there were all the Edwards kids as well. Yeah, um, who who was the just family. The, the family, family were affectionately known. Yes, exactly. The Edwards, Edwards family go right back to the time and right back to the time that we all got together and formed yeah. up. Group, you know, and uh, and and the Edwards kids that are no longer kids anymore; they're grown up young adults. But they've, they've pretty much grown up with the uh, with the group of supporters, and uh, yeah, got very well with Duds. Yeah. I think he kind of took them in, just the same as he took my lads in. You know, he just befriend, befriended everyone else, and uh, they tended to look up to him. You know, and have a have a have a hell of a laugh with him. Yeah, really. but, I... yeah. I, I, I just the, the the Hucknall thing. If I now I, and the thing I, I just remember there there were, I suppose there's two moments that I was incredibly proud being a a being part of that group and and one of them was uh, I think there must have been ten of us and we lost four one and we, it was you know they mm. we were they were never gonna we were never gonna do anything in that game it was just it, it, the the difference in levels I think they were a couple of divisions higher uh, we were never gonna get anything out of the game but by crikey were we going to have some fun and Nottingham yeah. that evening was a lot of fun um, uh, uh, but but that game, leaving the game um, and you could just hear them oh, I'm glad they're off them and their bloody drum <laughs> you know there, there, there were thousands of them and there were there were ten of us and yeah. and you know it, this is what happens in, at the time you think yeah got you got you but when you think about it you know they were, they were an FA trophy game against a team several divisions below so they, they didn't need to make any any sort of effort or noise because their team should have won but the other the other one i was i was immensely proud of was when we were arriving for the barnet game the the big barnet fa cup fourth round game um, yeah. which john underwood doesn't like to talk about no um but it, it, it that game in particular uh, when we were walking in and you could hear Pete, bearing in mind you know we were used to crowds of sort of 100 150 at that point Yep. And you had a thousand and however many it was, a thousand or twelve hundred people in yep. the ground at that point and walking down the Quinton end with uh, and you were easily recognisable with your with our quarter shirts and our and our musical <laughs> instruments. And you've got you've got the crowd gentle whispers in the crowd going, Is that the Barmy Army? I think that's the Barmy Army. Yeah. That's the Barmy Army. And just just us as a as a group and and as you say you know duds in particular it, it was between neil and duds for the ringleader at, at, you know at various different times but but duds certainly being being the 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 uh the the sort of the 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 ringleader at that time with the voice of an angel and 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 um he, he just yeah it that i was immensely proud of being part of that and 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 he he did that and i don't want to get too too morbid i've i've managed to do i think we both managed to do this without crying yes. which is yes which is good but i and i, and I guess i i think i want to i think i just want to leave it like that if unless there's anything you were you wanted to you wanted to add no, 
good it's a good place to end tom yeah so we've kind of meandered through yeah. uh, kind of uh, the last 15 20 years and yeah lots and lots of fun memories mate and uh and uh, he's, he's been a lasting lasting memory to lots and lots of other people. I mean, Jeff C again in his comment that you'll get to hear of um, in his little recording that he sent us, you know, just made a testament to the people that turned up for his for his funeral. I mean, it's there wasn't a spare seat in the house. In fact, it was standing room only, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Lots and lots of people that were there to pay tribute to the big man. Yeah, such, a, such great memories, Tom. Yeah. I, I think... Um... I think being asked to to stand up and speak in front of that audience was um, terrifying, humbling, and um, just I, I was I was glad to do it, and I was glad I was able to do it. Um, yes. Uh, and, and I and I think yeah, it, it that the amount of people there and and just purely football is an in, inherently tribal game. You like your club, you hate the other club. It's not quite as simple yeah. as that, as we both know. Um, but the fact, you know, that the amount of people from different clubs, from from uh, you know, uh, from all walks of all walks of his life, but all walks of his footballing life as well, because football was a huge part of his life, and and the, just the, the the diversity of of people and clubs there was just an absolute testament to the man. And it was indeed because it's not a small room. It's not at the crematorium, is it? It's, uh, it's not. so to fill it is is just just ridiculous. But he, but I and I guess I guess he the one thing I'll always remember about him I think is that either physically or through personality he always filled a room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks everybody for listening to Tony and I ramble on about duds. Um, I don't necessarily propose that we do this every year, Tone. Um, oh, no. But I just, I just wanted to do something today, given that we're doing podcasts during lockdown, and you had the afternoon off, <laughs> <laughs> or at least. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess all I would ask anybody that is, um, anybody that is able, um, anybody that uh, this evening, um. Just raise a glass to to the big man and whatever it is, uh, water if you don't drink, um, Jaeger if you've got it. He loved a Jaeger. Um, I didn't even get around to telling you about our trips to Germany, but I suppose that doesn't really fit under the remit of of the football uh, in terms of in terms of this kind of non league football. It, but you know, we we went across the yellow wall and and just had some absolutely amazing times and drank a lot of Jaeger. But just if if everybody raises a raises a glass this evening. And um, if you have any spare cash, spare change, um, I'm not spending any money at the moment. Um, a little donation to the Royal Brompton. Um, do you know what it's the Royal Brompton Trust? I think Tony, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Do a great job over uh, there. Which is which is obviously where Duds and and where his mum was before before that as well um and i just wanted to just finally just finish by saying just real a real thank you to uh his his brother his little brother ash um who who you know shamefully i uh, since since all this happened i i saw him a lot in the lead up and haven't seen him since but um and i and, and you know but i j- thank you to ash for just letting us letting us do this i did ask him beforehand if he minded we did something and i guess we'll just leave it there we've just uh Uh, cheers to duds so 
Cheers. Cheers.